Hello, welcome back to Sarkic Tube, where we mostly bullshit about SCPs and non-SCP-related content. Uh, I'm the Sarkic Advocate, and today I'm here with an uh, old friend from high school, since uh, Shamar couldn't be here with me. Uh, this is my friend Dakota. Oh, thank you for having me. And uh, Dakota here is more of the anime nerd side of my friends list, so I figured I'd go ahead and have an anime episode. And uh, what better topic to start off with than the animes that have been a bit more controversial over the uh, past few years. Controversial? Controversial? This is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you know the original controversy that surrounded the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero? In show or real life? Uh, real life. No. And, and like, w- real life that connected to the anime. What, the slavery? No. Hmm. Uh... For those of you who don't know, the anime The Rising of the Shield Hero is about an anime where uh, four heroes are brought to this isekai-like world where they're all supposed to be heroes wielding magical weapons. And pretty much on the first to second night, the Shield Hero gets falsely accused of rape. Now, this usually wouldn't be that controversial for anime, If it wasn't for the fact that this anime came out right around the time that the Brett Kavanaugh situation was happening. Uh, Do you remember the Brett Kavanaugh situation? Do you remember exactly what happened? I remember it. I don't remember exactly. Pretty much this woman accused the appointed Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault. Now, when they asked her when, where, how, why, and etc., she couldn't. She could not come up with where it happened, if it happened during the day or the night, what time it happened, any reliable witnesses or any witnesses at all, really, and pretty much it was blatantly obvious that this woman was falsely accusing Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault. Now, Japan doesn't give two fucks about American politics, and the manga had been written, like, well over a year before this Brett Kavanaugh situation came out. But this shit got animated right as the Brett Kavanaugh situation came out. So, Me Too kind of tackled the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero outside of the anime as well as in the anime. Because in the anime, they live in a matriarchy. You know what that means? Yeah, it's uh, uh, ruled by a king. Nope. Ruled by the queen. (laughs) Queen. You see, uh, (laughs) feminism says that... uh, the world, or at least the United States, is ruled by a patriarchy, patriarchy, which is a man-led fucking society, which, uh, if that's the case, doing kind of a shit job at leading this entire country to 
support men. Bass flip. <laughs> considering that if you're abused in a relationship and go to any kind of abuse shelter, they turn you away because you're a man and mm-hmm. therefore you make other women at that abuse shelter uncomfortable. Which is just understandable but ridiculous because you're not you're a person crying out for help. Yeah, you're a person being abused. You, you mm-hmm. want help. But uh, that that that's that controversy, and uh, I know you watched that all the way through. And uh, yes. unlike in real life, that bitch got what 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 came to her. Very much so. And uh, so did that trash king of him. He got exactly what came to him too. But that 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 was the controversy that happens. In the first one. And uh, do you know the controversy surrounding uh, Goblin Slayer? Honestly, I did not know there was one. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, first episode of Goblin Slayer, I'm pretty sure you know what. With the woman getting raped? Yeah, 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 the rape scene. Yeah. Pretty much they wanted, the, the left wing wanted this entire uh, anime to be canceled. Pretty much. The fuck? The, the, they wanted, just like uh, Interspecies Reviewers, they wanted this anime completely removed from Funimation. And uh, they, they said, no, we're not going to do that. But what we are going to do is, uh, in front of anime, we will start putting uh, warnings in case there's any adult content. So, if you go watch Goblin Slayer right now, first episode, the 11th episode, uh, I think like the 8th or 6th episode, something like that, they, they all have warning labels oh, on yeah. them now. So, the, the, that was the controversy re- relating around that. But that that's just the tip of the iceberg for Funimation. Oh, lovely. Uh I saw that you, me, me and him uh, share an account for Funimation right now. And uh, I appreciate that. Uh, no problem. I was happy. And uh, I saw that you started watching uh, Prison School. That's a, it will be my second time watching it, actually. So you know about the line about uh, Gamergate in episode 6. It's uh, been a while, but yes. Uh, do you know about Gamergate? No. Uh, uh, all right, I'll uh, explain it, and I'll try to put a good amount of detail into it without getting too overboard with it. Pretty much this chick named Zoe Quinn tried to make an 8-bit video game called uh, Depression Quest. And uh, in order to get this... <coughs> Sorry. Excuse your face. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, in order to get this game lifted off, she slept around behind her boyfriend's back in order to get positive reception in a video game, uh, video game industry. Oh. So, uh, she slept with her friends who were journalists in, like, several different, uh, video game magazines. 
And he, the, the boyfriend, got very upset and depressed over this and decided to make a uh, letter called the Zoe Post describing everything that she did. Well, uh, as that came out, people started like rallying behind him and some of them started making sexist comments. Mm. And, uh, you, you know, as any group of people will do. Yeah. Um, Go to the extreme. Yeah, you get people riled up over someone cheating and mm. someone's going to start throwing out sexist slurs. Yeah. But uh, what happened right after that is that I think it was like 12 to 14 different news, game news articles mm. came out at the exact same time all saying that gamers are dead and if gaming is going to survive that everyone needs to mature the fuck? and grow out of their sexism. Yeah, you, you can look up all these articles. There, there's like 14 different articles that came out at the exact same time all saying gamers are dead. The fuck? So a hashtag came, uh, started, which was hashtag Gamergate, and it was pretty much calling for ethics and journalism. Now, this call for ex ethics and journalism got spun by people like Zoe Quinn and Anita Sarkeesian into uh, sexism is inherent in video game culture. That's far from what I've grown up with and experience. Yeah. Now, uh, j j just take that and... Uh, Consider this. Kotaku, or what? No, it was Vox. Vox blamed the shooting and riot at Capitol Hill on Gamergate. What? Mind you, Gamergate, all this shit started at the same time that Robin Williams died. That's how long ago this shit happened. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a long while ago. They're saying that this is the reason the shooting happened. The that was like, what, 2016 he died? Or well, no, more like 2012. 20 oh, shit, well, yeah. Like, like 2014, maybe? Like, way, way back. You gotta go way back. Way back machine for me. Fucking... Uh, I feel old. Yeah. But how the fuck, fuck a almost six, eight year um, event? Just, just, a, a, just an event in general. As eight year event pulls up a shooting, yeah. like how the fuck do they line up? Uh, yeah, that that that's what game. That's apparently what gamers put together can do. And Anita Sarkeesian pretty much threw her... Have you ever heard that name? Uh, yeah, I've heard it here and there. But you don't know what she's done? I've heard some I cannot think of off the top of my head. Well, she uh, started a Kickstarter that got like a quarter of a million dollars to make 12 videos called Tropes in Video Games. Now, some of these tropes in video games was the damsel in distress, like Princess Peach. The uh, female with man features, 
like uh, Samus. I thought it was just supposed to be neutral. So <coughs> Samus was supposed to hide that. <coughs> yeah, her <coughs> armor was supposed to be like gender neutral, so yeah. you couldn't fucking tell. Yeah. That's what I thought. But, uh, and uh, there were supposed to be like 12 videos of all these different points. And uh, she pretty much stole footage from other YouTubers. She pretty much tried to review games without playing them. Okay, that's impossible. And around the sixth or seventh episode of Tropes vs. Video Games, she pretty much stopped making them. Until they realized she was legally obligated to, you know, make it. And then she made the rest of them in five-minute spurts. And then, and then, like, every year she started another Kickstarter. The I believe the most recent one, or, like, uh, the one before it, was... $3,500 to start a Discord. Why? Along with her uh, doing school meetings. Yeah, why would we want this? Uh, Unless I check, I... I can go to that Discord for free. <coughs> Dude, it's... Uh, I'm surprised you haven't heard about any of this. I don't pay attention to the big amount of news, because a lot of it, I'm just like, drama, I don't, don't want to deal with. You know with. about VidCon, right? You're a big conventions guy. I'm newer to the scene. Like I've only been to a few. Uh, you ever been to VidCon? I want to, but no, no, I haven't. Well, well, uh, they have a strict uh, no bullying policy while you're on stage if you're in a panel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Anita Sarkeesian was in a panel about bullying and harassment in the video game hemisphere. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the people who had made several videos about her, Sarion of Akkad, had uh decide and a bunch of other like YouTubers who have also like been discouraging about what content she's made because you know she she didn't play the games she uh had made videos previously saying that uh she had never played video games as a kid and she had just recently been getting into it and then after that saying that she had always played video games ever since she was a kid. Like, like, they criticized her over this. Right. And they took up the first two rows of, of uh, the audience. And while she was up there, she called Sargon of Akkad a garbage human. What? Yeah. And uh, the owners of VidCon said that she was in the right and they weren't going to ban her. And should be allowed at the next ones while he would be banned. Well, that's just a fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. 
The only reason I was doing that because they don't want. And because he did that, uh, Patreon banned him too. What? So she said one, she can insult him BS and not get banned. Yeah. But he can. She called him a garbage human. He responded with, I'm just here to talk. Or I'm just here to listen. Like, he's literally just there. And she just goes, whatever, dude. And goes on to, like, insult him further. And then they go ahead and say she's in the right, even though she they admit she broke her their bullying and harassment. No, no. Just no. What the fuck? Dude, you can find video of it. It, several videos of it actually. That's why you see I don't pay attention to a lot of these stuff. Yeah, you're just sitting here rubbing my middle of your eyes. It's just. Because uh... there's way too many stupid people who don't know what, what they're talking about and, and a whole genre they never even touch. Oh, have you heard the latest uh, Star Wars fucking news? No. Uh, apparently at the end of season two of The Mandalorian, uh, Luke Skywalker shows up. What? Like Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker. So Mark Hamill show- I, I believe I, uh, that's what I've heard. And, like, he's going to be the master for Baby Yoda. Like, that's who he was bringing him to. Why bring it, bring him in? Now, uh, apparently, the director of Mandalorian bringing in Luke Skywalker is a big, big slap in the face of the uh, CEO of the Star Wars branch of Disney because she just started a comic book called The New Republic, or, or The High Republic, and, uh, that took hype away from the comic book release. Okay. And the comic book release is is quite shit. You know the lizard people in Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, you know how they can regenerate limbs if yeah. they have them separate? Yeah, apparently this comic book has a Jedi Master who is one of those people who lost their arm in a war and just, just never grew it back. What? Wait, what? Why? Uh, the Padawan is a little black girl who is angry all the time and passes the test because she was able to hold her anger in. And as soon as she passes, she starts crying. Why? Like, that's... Anakin got... Um, Anakin failed his test because of his anger. Yeah. A Jedi is supposed to walk with no anger. No Jedi is Jedi supposed to walk with no emotion whatsoever. Uh, no. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be detached from everything. Yeah, because emotions just lead to hatred. And uh, the hatred leads to the dark side. But yeah, that happens. 
and uh, apparently, get this, a, uh, I forget who wrote it, I think it may have been Kotaku or just one of those fucking sites, but uh, they wrote that the reason why Anakin fell to the dark side was due to toxic masculinity. Not the fact of him, him. You see, the Jedi, the Jedi Order demands that you separate yourself from emotion, and that stoicism, which is toxic masculinity. What? What? Yeah. How the fuck? Anybody can be stoic. No, no, apparently when men do it, it's uh, toxic. When a woman do it, it's empowering. And apparently my shifts are made of gold. I smell like fucking flowers. Hey. Why do people have to put this shit on a fancy world that literally tells you why? They need clicks. They need they need people to click on their website. So they can get money from ads. Uh, and you see why I don't follow some of this stuff. I follow because it's fucking entertaining to see the people like yours faces up. Just when they hear this stupid shit. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. But enough with the uh, stupidity. We were here to talk, talk about anime bullshit. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, thinking about making this into a YouTube video, but it's good enough to talk about here. You know about the uh, uh, bridging void? Mm. What do you mean? Uh, Team Four Star leaving the abridging series to go on to just be voice actors and starting their own studio, leaving a entire void in the abridging community. I honestly did not hear that. Oh, you, you didn't hear about that? No. I, Team Four Star isn't abridging anymore. So wait, that means we're not going to get the Boo Saga? No, bridge? we're not going to get the Boo Saga. My heart is broken. You didn't, dude, they, they, they talked about it. It's because at each time they tried to approach BoJack, they couldn't think of any jokes to write. So they didn't even want to bother approaching the Boo Saga. So as far as they're concerned, Cell's explosion killed BoJack, and that's where the series is going to end. No BoJack Saga... No, Boo Saga. No. No, I wanted to see, see their bridge Boo. No. 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 I mean, I knew um, someone in Team Forza was, uh, was a, vo did a voice actor for uh, Sting and uh, Fairytale. It's probably Lanny, but. I think so. I'm not sure. I remember learning this a couple years back, like back in high school, until I actually looked it up. And Either way, yeah, they're done a bridging. They're not making enough money off of it, and blah, blah, blah. 
So, they, they can't write for it anymore. Even though they, I feel like they could hire writers and just voice for it. Yeah. But. But probably the um, copyright probably costs too much to compared to what they're they have to they compared to what they get. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's just depressing. But but either way, it leaves a void in the abridging community. So, like, uh, you got something witty entertainment making uh, Sword Art Online abridged. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty sure they're working on uh, some other abridges, but I'm not sure. But uh, project I gotta show you this one. Project Mouthwash is uh, working on quite a few of bridge series. There's the Inuyasha bridge. Oh God! Which they made one episode of, and it, it's it's fucking great. They made the Bleach abridged, which they're all the way into the Arankar arc. Shit. Yeah, and it's it it's beautiful. And uh, they also do uh, Fate Unlimited Blade Works abridged. Which I still have to watch that. Haven't got a chance to. Yeah, yeah, I watch Fate Zero first because that shit. Ooh. Man, it's good. I've been pondering like when, um. Like a while back, because on Netflix it was on there. Yeah, you seen the uh, blonde chick with the blue and silver, like yeah. armor. Dra- yeah, that's <laughs> that's King Arthur. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little off from the classic stories. Yeah, just a little. Bit, oh, dude, you don't even want to know the backstory about her son. Her son. Yes, her son, and uh, her son is Saber of Red, mm-hmm. and there's also a Red Saber, and there's also like 30 other Sabers, mm-hmm. and the fact that these animes mix up uh, real historical figures with fictional ones, it's... It's it's just great. It really is. <laughs> Dude, the first episode of Fate Zero will, will have you going, what the fuck? Well, I got all of tomorrow off and tonight, so. Time to show you the first episode up here, because it... Uh, I want to see your reaction to what happens to, to one, of, one of the kids. Hey, I'll oh. be up to... Holy, it's not good. Yeah, I've been again binge watching some more One Piece and. Yeah, I saw you were binging that. Just because that's. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of other ones I want to watch, but this one is so goddamn long. I need to watch chunks at a time because I want to catch up. And watch anime in between. Yes, and other animes in between because. One piece is a filler in between shows I watch. Yeah, I've, I've 
I've got quite a few more shows to catch up on. I still gotta watch Cells at Work. Love that show. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I wanted to show the wife, uh, uh, what's that one? Horror one that just showed up. Something Paradise. Hmm? Like a Nightmare's Paradise or uh, Oh, did you ever look at the one I, I sent you the name for? I looked at it, but I haven't watched it yet. Watch it. Like I said, this... Uh, I don't know, it kind of appears like typical shonen anime. Like, what do you mean, like... Uh, like, uh... Like Goku Syndrome? Kind of, where, like, the main character will never give up because X reason. I mean, it kind of like that. It can be kind of like that at times, but. And, like, every answer is, by the way, uh, I know you hate this, but fairy tale has this the fucking worst where the power of friendship is the fucking answer to everything like i goddamn hate that what like well that's one of the things i love about goblin slayer is that when they're fighting the goblin champion and yeah and he gets smacked up against the wall he's fucking bleeding from the face and everything Priestess is bitten, the elf is getting raped, the fucking other two don't know what the fuck to do. He he literally rolls a nat 20 on his saving throw, mm-hmm. and he gets up, still bleeding out, and fucking, whilst dying, <laughs> strangles this fucking champion to death. And he dies after stabbing it in the eye. And there's, like, he, he they have to perform a super expensive fucking ritual on him in order to fucking resurrect him. That, what happens in a fairy tale when they face a super, super difficult problem? They, they throw everyone except for Natsu at them until everyone's beaten down and then they throw Natsu. And then Natsu fails until he eats a mystery item and then he wins. Yeah. Because at first it was the golden flame, and then it was uh, the ether, and then it was some other bullshit. Like, he, he constantly oh, yeah. eats bullshit that, that never comes up later on in the series. And it's always either that or the power of fucking friendship, like it was with Loxus. Yeah. Like, Loxus learned the most OP magic move in all of fairy tale, fairy law, and if I see you as an enemy, you go, you Thanos, you're gone. But when you used it, it didn't work because friendship. It was supposed uh, to sim. It was supposed to symbolize how he still cares about the guild and everything. I I get that, and it was like a super emotional. Like, it, it, it's right. emotional for certain people. But for people like me, a cynical bastard, it's like... I can't... I can't 100% understand where you're coming from. Because at the same time, I thought that for a moment in between the things. Because um, I can see it both ways. Because I do love fairy tale. I 
is one of the earliest animes that was introduced that wasn't Pokemon. That was one of the ones that, like, you suggested to me, like, mm -hmm. in high school. Which, yeah, I mean, it's, you have to have the taste for it. I got to do for the whole first season. I was all right. Uh, I, no, to be honest, I got all the way up to the episode where they were switching bodies. And Gray kept on trying to take off his shirt as Lucy. And none of them fucking understood what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't watch it anymore because I knew that they they were timing it to the last fucking minute. We, we don't have any time left. The object we need is all the way on the other end. And, say, and I know they're not going to fucking stay like that. Yeah. So something's going <laughs> to fucking happen to solve the issue. And it's like, what's the point of watching if I know that it's... Honestly, I more got into it because the manga. When I got into the manga, it kind of built on the lore and Natsu's background. To be honest, it feels like the show got popular for the dojin. Mostly, mostly. That's what a large of fan base in it, sadly. Which I'm just like, uh, I mean, yes, it can be good, but it's not why. I got yeah, <laughs> I, I, you ever, I take you saw High School DXD, right? Yes. That show was like written for the dojin. But know. at the same time, it did harem right. Like, it made it so that each fucking chick actually had some character to them. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the chick who loved BDSM and, like, sadism, she she actually suffered from depression. Mm -hmm. And uh, they showed the anxiety of the priest chick who got turned into a devil yeah. right after being raised her entire life being a priest. Yep. So, like... I think the issue is also because if you notice in the first first season or two, you was always seen Natsuki popping up saying, don't sit sit too close to the TV. They kept trying pushing it more and more towards kids. So they have to dumb down the story. Yeah. Uh, With the manga, I like it a little better because they build the story a lot better, open the world more. Ooh. Not perfect. It's still a lot. You can still see those holes of friendship and but um, the whole reason why I brought I, I I completely spaced on this. The whole reason why I brought up Gamergate was uh, because they put the line about Gamergate inside of prison school when it wasn't in the manga at all. Yeah, Funimation has a history of changing the dubs. To fit their agendas. Like, do you know about that uh, Dragon Maid anime? Yeah. Yeah, that, that one had a uh, very famous uh, dub change to it. You know, the uh, line where uh, they ask her about her changing clothes, and she said uh, all those pesky, patriarchal, societal norms were bothering me, so I changed clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's, that's not in the manga, or the sub, at all. Pretty know. much, she, she said in the original that uh, I didn't understand why people were looking at me the way they were, so I changed mm. clothes. Because it's supposed to be a completely ignorant dragon. Like, she doesn't understand societal norms. Yeah. So how would she understand patriarchal societal norms, let alone 
any societal norms. The whole point of her is that she's got size F titties and she makes people uncomfortable because she doesn't understand that size F titties are sexual. And people are too big of pansies and have to push whatever they thaw into everything. But, uh, but the anime I did recommend to you is honestly good because it... Each episode, you have to kind of figure out how somebody died and who did it. Yeah, I mean, I've given a few episodes. I've just been looking at their back, the back catalog on Funimation, and there have been a few things on my back list. Yeah, what? Because, like, fucking Goblin Slayer and Shield Hero were two that I had heard the controversies about, and I was all like, I want to watch these to see if it's, like, as bad as everyone says. Which is another point that I wanted to bring up. I wanted your opinion on this. Because hmm. I have a very strong opinion on this. How did you feel about the rape in the first episode of Goblin Slayer? It was dark and fucked up. But kind of not expect- unexpected. Because the way the show kind of felt. I believe that the rape was 100% necessary. Yeah, I can see it. This show is about a dude who is whose main goal is genocide. Of all kinds. Yep. Now, goblins can only repopulate in this show through raping women. Through elven women, or human women, or dwarven women, or just... just just women in general. They don't have any female goblins. No. So, aside from an entire species that has to survive off of rape, how would you justify a genocide? Well, knowing his backstory, how he was... No, no, just just in general. How would you justify a genocide other than every one of their species rapes? Hmm. What else they do? They they attack, they kill mercilessly, they swarm and take over villages. They're a parasite, really. Yeah, they are. So The <laughs> only other way I could justify a genocide would be as if they could only repopulate with underage people. Like, pedophilia was something that they absolutely had to do. At that point, genocide them. Yeah. If they have to rape in order to survive, genocide them. Other than that, I can't think of any other reason to commit genocide. So the overtly sexual rape scene... That's in the very first episode of Goblin Slayer. Yep. Absolutely necessary because you have to justify all the hatred and slaughter that you're about to watch Goblin Slayer do. He (laughs) suffocates them. He burns them, strangles them with his own bare hands, stabs them to death. Especially because knowing his back. The background they showed us while fully telling us how he watched his sister get raped and killed. Yeah, he watched exactly what they do 
in order to fucking survive and just for the fun of it. So yeah, he would fucking slaughter it. Just watch episode eleven. He'll he'll describe it. Or so sorry, ten point five. He'll describe it. Alright, but I just want to do a get an anime episode out there. A little bit of a bridging bullshit. A little mm-hmm. bit of uh, anime discussions. Discuss the uh, topical bullshit. We just got done playing D and D. Yes. Unfortunately, had a TPK, but mm-hmm. well, shit happens. Alright, did you have fun? Oh yeah, enjoyed the whole thing until we got killed by pickles. Yeah, it's kind. Of- Got killed by sentient vinegar smelling pickles. <laughs> this game is uh, as easy as it looks with only two players. No, it's a lot harder than I thought. Yeah, you actually gotta think about what you're doing. You can't just run in, especially if you're playing a rogue. And, and you weren't using your uh, main skill right off the bat. But now you're playing as a berserk. Well, I don't know. No, not berserk. A warrior. Fighter. Yeah, fighter. Fighter. Yeah. Ah. Either way. All right. I think we're going to end this one off. I've been the psychic advocate. This has been my friend Dakota. Yo. And uh, signing off.